Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. If I bleed tonight, if I am sad tonight, I don't Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of the Power Slam podcast here, wherever you get your podcasts, or on Patreon a day early. My name is Kerry McIntosh, I'm joined as always by Mr. Finley Martin and Finn. I mean, yesterday it was nine degrees in Glasgow, which almost feels like summer. Not today though. Not today, it's down, down to six. Yeah, well, you know, we'll be alright. It's coming March next week, Kenny. You know, the clock's changing March, we're going to feel really summery soon enough. And you know what? I'm feeling summery, Kenny, after seeing the latest issue of Inside the Ropes magazine, issue 30 with Cody Rhodes on the cover. Oh, mm-hmm. Spectacular cover. Very, very pleased with that cover. Yeah. Good. It does. It looks fantastic. Um, the, uh, yeah, it looks, it looks great. And it's, uh, you know, he was, he was obviously had to be the cover man, you know, winner yeah. of the Royal Rumble. Um, and roads to WrestleMania is just deserves to be seen. That, it, does, that. it does. I mean, admittedly. Well, come I mean, on. Who came up with that? Who came up with that? It's a fairly obvious title. I get that. <laughs> but you know what? It works. And if it works, then you use it. Yeah, you're not. You're not not going to use something just because somebody else could theoretically have thought of it in a different scenario. You thought exactly. Of it. Exactly. That's it. I mean, you know, I've used a lot of obvious titles over the years. You know, I used to, I went through a phase of ripping off like song titles and film titles. Song titles was something I frequently used, or album titles was something I frequently used in the Power Slam days. 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it, was, it amuses me going back and looking at old issues. And I, and I look at think, yeah, I was listening to that band then. Oh, yeah, I just discovered that band then, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, Roads to WrestleMania, issue 30 of Inside the Ropes magazine is out right now. So please check it out. Yes, and do feel free uh, to use our Twitter, if you like, because if you're in the UK, you can send us your postcode via DM and uh, we'll let you know the nearest WH Smith or store near you that stocks the magazine. Um, and as Finn said before, if you are in the UK and you're a local newsagent or WH Smith doesn't stock it, go and ask. Um, you know, it's a guaranteed sale for them, so no sure. reason for them not to. Um, what's it, let's get in, order it in at no cost to you and no cost to them. And obviously, you've got to pay for the magazine, but no additional cost, that means. Yeah, and it means you don't need to, you know, if your local, if the, if the nearest WH Smith that does it to you is 45 minutes away and you can get it one that's a 10 minute walk, it's worth just getting it from the 10 minute walk list. Um, So, listen, let's get into some news before we uh, continue. I've not seen all of Dynamite, so I can't really... I do want to talk about the MJF Danielson promo next week when I've seen all of it. But I did want to ask you about uh, the announcement last night on Dynamite that um, AEW are doing a one-hour reality show, um, which is going to follow kind of people around Dynamite and Rampage, which I guess, I mean, is good news for AEW, right? Because it shows that... um, the networker behind them, they're going to be doing more stuff with them. So, you know, I guess there can be a sigh of relief from their end that uh, more programming is coming their way on Warner. Well, I mean, I suppose so. I mean, I suppose, I mean, it's a cheap program to produce, isn't it? I mean, they're running the shows anyway. They're going to follow talent around, presumably backstage and do other um, vignettes and things like that with them. Well, you, um, you imagine this would be the this would be the the sort of successor to Roads to the Top, right? Because obviously they had to stop that with Cody and Brandy left, so yeah, this can be their replacement. Uh, you know, it can be it can be their total divas. Uh, well, yes, I mean, I suppose so. I mean, it's hard to really know. I mean, in some ways, I think it could be good because we're going to get to meet some of these characters, and I think character development is a huge weakness of AEW. Um, so I think it will be helpful in that regard and it can be used as well to promote storylines on the show. I mean, it depends how they go about it, doesn't it? Is it going to be like part kayfabe and part not? Or uh, are we going to see them all getting along backstage? And is it going to be like, you know, you can't really use the word expose of the business in 2023, but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you've got them there talking the matches through or just hanging out with each other, people who are supposed to loathe each other, then I think that will be counterproductive. And it's not going to result in additional buys and additional viewers to the, you know, the scripted Dynamite and Rampage programs. You know, looking at the ratings last week, they obviously need all the eyeballs, the new eyeballs or lapsed eyeballs um, on these shows that they can because the ratings last week were terrible. Um, So I'm going to really reserve judgment on this one. I mean, it could be good. Um, but there again, you know, I mean, these reality shows are sort of a novelty at first, but that novelty very quickly wears off, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, especially if the people featured are not very interesting. And let's face it, sometimes these people just aren't. Are you ch- I, listen, is this you having a dig at Eva Marie from the Total Divas days? Is this, <laughs> is this another boot in from F. Martin to Eva, Eva Marie? <laughs> <laughs> Well, but you know what I mean. It's I like, 
it was just we were just there was so much that it's like oh you know it's total divas it's total bellas and you know these e e the e channel did well out of these i'm sure i'm sure the people that were featured on them particularly the bellas did well out of it um, and they had like careers after they stopped wrestling and then they you know made the comeback and so many it, it could be useful it, but it's hard to know before we've seen it kenny you know, I don't. I think I'd rather reserve judgment until after we've seen an episode. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it. I think it will do. I mean, I I think I can confidently say it will do more for AEW overall than Roads to the Top did because when Roads to the Top was on, Cody was already a, a big star, so it was kind of you know yeah, it was it was good to you know I mean Bill, I mean it meant a lot of QT Marshall, which we didn't need to see, but you know that's his pal, um, that's his Brutus the Barber Beefcake, um. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I think it'll be good for for certain talent. I'm sure there's you know there's people on TV who we just might not have seen shine, and maybe they will shine in a kind of road diary format. Um, I I I do because part of me wonders because it was quite strange that it was you know the important announcement hype for the last week for this, and then obviously I mean, that's what it, it was. It was all over the show, wasn't it? Yeah. Tony Khan will have a huge announcement, and then wasn't it Adam Cole who actually made it? Yeah, Adam Cole, because he said, oh, one of the people involved in it is going to be making the announcement. I mean, all I can really, if I was to put my sort of like uh, logical head on, it says that the network wanted this to be heavily promoted. Because if if not, I don't, it just seems like it's something that it would be really good to hear on the show. Like, oh, we've got this new thing coming. That's great. But in wrestling, I've said this before, I always think when you say, when you when you hype something, with hype comes expectation. Yeah. And you need to be careful. I mean, he's not on Dixie Carter levels of announcement, but I mean, who who could be? Do you know what I mean? Nobody could get that bad. But I mean, it's, you know, your, your announcements need to have something to them, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I still, to this day, I'm angered that we don't know what was in Vince McMahon's lockbox in 2016. <laughs> I'm still annoyed about it. Yeah. Even though Shane came back that night, but, you know, Wrestle announcements come with hype, which come with expectations. I feel like it was just one of those things where, yeah, I mean, it's good they've got a reality show, but the the general fan was never going to be like, oh my god, you know, another hour to watch. Yeah, no, exactly. And it's just, yeah, that's. I mean, this as we know, there's so much content, and it's like finding the time for that. And I think people will certainly give the first episode, you know, a, a, a chance. Um, but it's like, how is it going to have legs to show? And, um, you know, what I think in, in some ways you, you've got to put a lot of work into a program like this to come up with like interesting things for these characters to do and talk about. And that's got to be, you know, married up to the on screen story of, you know, what's going on in Dynamite and Rampage. So I think actually it's it's, it's also adds to the workload, Kenny. And they're already producing a lot of programming that, you know, that could be better. And this is yet another um, show each week that they've, they've got to put creative effort and attention and energy into. And that could potentially, you know, result in, you know, a weakening or a you know, dilution of of the Dynamite and Rampage because there'll be less time to, to spend on making them interesting because you putting your efforts into trying to make this new show hit. So, I mean, it could be a good thing, Kenny, and it also could be a problem. 
Well, we shall we shall see. Speaking of problems, though, there is there is a little problem that we we talked about before, um, and it's the John Moxley situation. On you see, he was he was announced for Scrapper Mania, OTT Wrestling's big show, biggest show of the year. So he'd been announced for a couple of years ago, pre-COVID. Yeah. Then obviously COVID happened, so he couldn't do it. And he is, from what I've heard, you know, agreed to honor what he had agreed before COVID, which is, you know, very stand-up of Moxley to do. Um, because yeah. on current rates, I don't think anybody can afford talent from AWWE. But um so Moxley was gonna do it, it was all approved. And then obviously AEW announced this house show in Ohio. Well, have they have they bumped have they bumped the uh, asking prices up? Yes. Oh really? But, wow. Well, I mean, I don't know for a fact with AEW. WWE definitely have. I mean, okay. what I can say is there was somebody who I won't say the name, but there was a, a WWE talent who did something in the UK, not with ITR, but in 2019, and in 2021 the rate was four times what it was two years before. And there was just no way. To, there's, there's just no way. But that, also, the, with the wrestlers, if they're getting paid way more money by the company they work for, yeah. then the impetus for them to, to you know, do an international trip for less money, like, you know, maybe you don't want to do it. Maybe it's not as, you know. Uh, why, I mean, why would you? Why would why you? Would you? M- yeah. M- MGF got um, reportedly MGF got thirty thousand dollars for doing a four-hour signing in New York. So wow. if MGF gets that. Why would he ever think about getting on a, a a flight to do you know, you know, an ITR tour or something? You know, there would be no he wouldn't make that money. So or or you know he'd make that money for doing four nights or something. So you know he, it it wouldn't work for him, and I totally understand yeah. that. But but you know, Moxley agreed to agreed to honor his commitment, which is very uh, noble of him. And then AEW announced this house show in Ohio on March eighteenth, which is the date of Scrapper Mania. So OTT had said, we're working with AEW, um, we'll have some news soon. And then the announcement has been Moxley will not be appearing for OTT, and instead they'll get Eddie Kingston and an unnamed AEW wrestler instead. Um, so they haven't announced an other no. AEW wrestler yet. Yeah. Why not? I mean, this is only a few weeks away. I mean, is it? it feels like if it was a bigger name, they would announce that because a lot of tickets were sold on Moxley meet and greets and all that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, to me, if, if AEW down the lines, if AEW say to OTT, look, you know, we've got this house show, we need Moxley, he's our biggest name, but, you know, here's a bunch of dates, you can have him later this year. You know, yeah. ha- I think as long as they do that makeup this year, it'll be fine, but I think if they don't, it goes into evil corporation territory, which you don't. Yeah. So Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, I mean, it's a tricky one as well also. I mean, because the thing is, if they announce him again, there's going to be that concern. People are going to be wary, aren't they? Well, they announced him before, and then AEW pulled him. You know, what if AEW decide that they need Moxley for a personal appearance or a house show in the States? And, you know, you've you've got that, you know, suspicion that it might not occur. It might not come off again. So, I, I mean, I don't think Eddie Kingston is a worthy replacement for John Moxley. Um, I think they should have sent someone bigger than Kingston, a bigger name than Kingston, as a replacement. And the fact that they haven't named this other wrestler yet. I mean, if it's a big star, if it's Hangman Adam Page or someone like that, unless Hangman Adam Page is on the house show, I'm not sure if he's been announced for that. But if it's someone of that level, 
that they've got they're planning to send who they haven't yet you know i uh, you know decided upon then i think that would be an acceptable uh, replacement for moxley um but i mean if it is a big name why haven't they announced it yet yeah which makes me think it's probably not a big name or maybe at this point they've not confirmed who the second one's going to be okay maybe they've said we've, 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 we're sending you someone else um, yeah I mean, yeah, it's, it's it's a tough one because if you're a promotion... I mean, ICW have had this happen to them before as well. You know, ICW was supposed to have uh, Mick Foley in 2016, I think it was. And then he was the GM on Raw. Yeah. So, but it's, I mean, they did get Finn Balor instead for a non-wrestling appearance. So, in our, you know, in that sense, they actually worked out uh, with a, bit, a better deal, probably. Um, yeah, and obviously... Balor had, had wrestled for ICW when he was Prince Devitt, hadn't he? Yes, yeah, so there was a connection. Yeah, um, sure. but um, yeah. So anyway, we'll we'll, we'll touch on uh, the MGF Danielson thing on Tuesday after I've had a chance to watch all of it. Uh, let's move on to Raw this past week, the fallout from Elimination Chamber, and let's go through the big the big. Let's 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 talk about the negatives first. Okay, MVP. And Omas have challenged Brock Lesnar to a match at WrestleMania. Now, we talked about this a little bit on what's going down, but, you know, if this happens, say, say it's not a swerve or a, you know, uh, you know, way, way to throw us off the scent. Um, I mean, this is a really disappointing idea for Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania at this stage when he's 40, Lesnar 45, 46. Yeah, I think he was born in 77, so I think he's 46 in the summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 46 this summer. It's like, and we can't come up with anything better for Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania? I mean, it's crazy. Uh, well, it, it, yeah, it absolutely is. If this does indeed happen at WrestleMania, this is not a WrestleMania-caliber match for Brock Lesnar or anyone else. Um, I also, mean, there's, there's the element of... I mean, say, say you were to accept that Omas as the challenger to Brock Lesnar. Let's say we accept that precedent. But the problem is he's already been beaten by Lashley and Strowman. Yes. So the the big monster's already been beaten. So the, the, it's like you've already kind of given he's already, it away. He's already shot, isn't it? Yeah. He's, you know, unbeatable and, you know, invincible. Or if he ever had one, no longer exists because he's been beaten, as you said. On big shows by um, by Lashley and Strowman, I, I mean, I mean, I've been wrong before, Kenny, as you know, and I'll be wrong again. No, but I mean, I find this hard to believe that Olmas and Lesnar will compete at WrestleMania. It's, no, I mean, it's a gonna... foregone conclusion as to who will win. It's not an interesting match. No, I mean, I mean, it's just not. And I just, to me, I, I, I don't know. It feels to me like because like Lesnar and, and Omas are going to have a confrontation on Raw next week, I believe. Yes, so we're going to know on you know when we record what's going down next Tuesday, we will pretty much have our answer on whether this is the plan or whether we were you know given a red herring. I mean, I would think Lashley will be involved somehow, and maybe this will lead to the uh, you know reformation reformation of the her business. I mean, they have dropped a few hints that. That is going to happen. Maybe, um, maybe Finn, it's going to be a, a gigantic tag team match of Omas and Brock, Omas and Bobby Lashley against Brock Lesnar and Bray Wyatt. <laughs> we, 
can get some vignettes of uh, of Brock at the swamp with Bray. Yeah, sponsored yeah. by Coke, perhaps sponsored by Coca Cola, and they'll all wear <laughs> outfits. What do you think? <laughs> and we'll have a uh, a, a red and uh, a green theme, you know, instead of whatever hellacious colours they inflicted upon us in the Mountain Dew match, purple and whatever the hell it was, green. Um, so, I mean, I don't know, Kenny. I, I, I mean, I would be very disappointed if it's all mass versus Lesnar at WrestleMania. I mean, I suppose after the Mountain Dew pitch black match, anything's possible, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, because also on the show is where we also had Bobby Lashley come out at one point. Um, to destroy Elias, and he did mention Bray Wyatt and his promo. Yes. You know, he did mention uh, that he would be there. You know, he kind of mentioned, I, I, I can beat anybody, whether you're Bray Wyatt, whether you're anybody else. So, I mean, usually they don't mention people unless they're heading to something. So the fact that Wyatt mentioned them both in SmackDown last week, Lashley's mentioned Wyatt on Raw, feels like that's a direction. But, I mean... I mean, you know, this is we we talked about this is Triple H's first WrestleMania era, yeah. And you know, it started started off so well with the Sammy stuff and the Cody stuff, but I mean, Brock Lesnar and Omas is it's it's like the equivalent of going to a five star restaurant and your main course being a cold pea and bean smoothie. Yeah, just disappointment. Yeah, it it is. It it absolutely is, and. But I mean, um, the thing is, though, the Lesnar-Lashley feud was not settled at Royal Rumble. No. So Lashley has to be involved somehow in this angle confrontation on Raw next Monday. It has to be. Because we had the DQ finish at, at not Rumble, uh, Elimination Chamber. We had the DQ finish at Elimination Chamber in the Lashley versus Lesnar match. So it's hard for me to believe that we are not going to see another match of some kind between those two. I mean, I don't really want to see those two wrestle at WrestleMania because we've seen Lesnar and Lashley wrestle already many times. Um, but I, I would prefer to see that to uh, Lesnar versus Omas. And I'm sure Lashley would rather wrestle Lesnar at WrestleMania than Bray Wyatt. Yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm with you. We'll, we'll, we'll have our answer uh, next week. Um, but obviously the show opened with Sami Zayn coming out. Uh taking in the, the cheers of the Ottawa crowd and uh, he talked about how, you know, he feels guilt for not being able to put a, a bow in the storybook ending. He let I people feel down. I let the people down, he said. Yeah, thinks he let the people down. And then he calls it, Kevin Owens wants to speak to him and um, Zane basically is ready to let things, you know, let things go and, you know... Bygones be bygones. You know, let's put it there, pal. You can't take the blood bloodline down alone, neither could I, but the only way is to do it together. And then the best bit is Owens refuses. And he yes. said, I, I remember what you did at War Games and what I did at Elimination Chamber was not for you. Um, but I you know, I I didn't want to see your family have to take a beating. Um and, and what was he said, as far as I'm concerned, um you know, because he's been fight- fighting them on his own. As far as I'm concerned, um, I've been fighting them on my own. And I'm going to keep fighting them on my own. And um, he uh, he walked out on Sami Zayn. So as we talked about in Chad, I thought this was a great way to keep it going and not give you everything straight away. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I think I mean I was sort of expecting, as I said on Tuesday, that we would get a reconciliation between Owens and Zayn. 
at Elimination Chamber. We didn't, and I'm glad we didn't in hindsight, and I'm glad that it didn't happen on Raw either. I mean, this was obviously a, a very positive first step for Zayn to apologise to Kevin Owens and um, thank him for his assistance at Elimination Chamber um, and point out that you know neither Zayn nor Owens could take the bloodline down individually, but maybe they could do it together. Um, and Owens said he, he only came out for himself at Elimination Chamber and didn't want a team with Zayn. Walked off and there's still, you know, a modicum of tension there. Maybe not tension, but, well, yeah, I think there's something there. There's, you know, there's obviously problems still. Um, Owens has yet to forgive Zayn for what he did last year, and nor should he. I mean, we've seen that before in wrestling too many times where people are just, people just rush to the ending of the story without taking it step by step in a in a logical and believable fashion. And if you think about it, you know, Owens, why should he trust Zayn? You know, why should he um, reconcile with him after what Zayn did to him? And Owens warned him all along what was going to happen. Zayn didn't take his advice. It blew up in his face. So you can understand that Owens is reluctant, you know, to have this big reunion with his former pal. But I think it will still happen. But I'm glad they're pacing it in this fashion. So it's a gradual event. You know, it's a gradual thing. And it's, you know, our story should be told so that we are tuning in each week to see the next development. You know, not just give us everything at the beginning, you know. And a lot of people want that because we're in an immediate gratification world now, aren't we, Kenny? Yeah. But also, I mean, you know, and this is from both companies, not very rarely do either company give us a storyline that we get progression every week and it's progression that's really interesting. And that's what Sammy and KO and the Bloodline all that have done for months now. You yeah. know, I, I can't think of any storyline that any company's done for the last few years. I mean, I thought there was a lot of good stuff with Punk and MJF and they did their stuff, but there was weeks where it, it peaked or it went down or it went up or whatever, whereas the Bloodline stuff has just every week been tip-top. You know, yeah. no matter who's there, no matter whether Roman's there or not. So, Yeah, right. and, and they're reacting like human beings would. Mm-hmm. You know, put yourself in this situation. Would you, if you were Kevin Owens, would you immediately, automatically forgive Sami Zayn? No chance. You know, you wouldn't because you'd think, well, you know, he did me wrong. You know, we were pals and look at what he did to me, he betrayed me. And uh, so, you know, it, it certainly brings like a human element to the Zane and Owens characters and makes them seem like real people. And that's who we can relate to as fans rather than cartoon characters. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Um wasn't elsewhere on Raw, we did have a promo with Cody Rhodes and Paul Heyman, where Heyman was on the big screen in a neck brace. And I mean, this was okay, I think because we had, you know, the amazing Heyman-Cody uh, promo two weeks ago, and then the phenomenal Cody-Sammy one last week. This obviously wasn't a patch on them, but it was still progression of the story and, you know, Paul Heyman trying to get to Cody. Um, and Cody reacted pretty well to, to it. So I thought it was a solid piece of business, you know, didn't set the world on fire, but it got us got us from A to B. I think it did, and I think also, I mean, we couldn't, we can't have segments like that every week. No, it's just it's going to peak too soon. This thing's going to peak at like first second week of March, and that's not the way it ought to be, not the way it should be, and not the way I think it will be. It needs to peak. The story needs to peak at WrestleMania. I mean, the thrust of this was. Heyman in the neck brace on the big screen saying to Cody that he couldn't beat Roman Reigns. Um, and then he laid out, you know, I was amused when Heyman laid out this brutal schedule that Cody is apparently going to have to uh, fulfill if he becomes champion. Like, as if Roman Reigns is away from home 300 days a year or whatever it was in total, 310 days a year. <laughs> All these different, oh, you're going to have to do matches, you're going to have to do personal appearances, you're going to have to promote events, blah, blah, blah. I mean, Roman Reigns isn't doing that. You know, he's not out there, you know, six days out of seven representing the company. So there was some humour in that. Um, And uh, yeah, and then Cody's point, I think, to Heyman was, we've been here before. You've sent this message. I don't want to see the messenger boy again. I want to see Roman Reigns next time. So I hope they don't rush that. I imagine... We'll probably have a confrontation, maybe not next week, but the week after between Cody and Reigns. Then maybe the week after that, we'll have the contract signing. Um, yeah, I mean, we've got in, in March, we're going to have the 6th, the 13th, the 20th, and the 27th. So four Raws in March. So, mm. you, you know, you one of those weeks can probably just be a video package with one of them talking. One can be a contract signing, one can be the face to face. Um, you know, there's. I'm sure it's a shame because there's part of me that you know we've we've heard a lot of mentions of Dustin on TV that I did not expect we were going to get. And it's a shame that he's obviously he can't do it, but you know you could have imagined some sort of segment with the Bloodline and Dustin at some yeah. point. If obviously that's not possible, but you know that you could have imagined that would have happened had he not been with AEW. But um, sure. yeah, I mean it's it's pretty it's pretty good. So I'm looking forward to seeing that inevitable confrontation that they have. Um, yeah. We did have a, a ding ding dong hello segment with uh, Bailey talking to uh, the rest of Damage Control. 
Um, and they were interrupted by Becky Lynch, who said that she wants to take the tag team titles to WrestleMania. She's challenging, wants to challenge damage control. And she brings it Lita as her partner. And uh, they end up kind of trying to challenge the champs and the champs eventually accept. So we've got the match next week. And uh, I think the idea of this out is very good, but in execution, it just didn't seem to amp up, did it? It didn't seem to get to the that fever pitch level that you, I guess they maybe hoped it would. No, I don't think it did. I mean, the problem is that, you know, Becky Lynch has already had, you know, the match with, or matches with Bailey and Beatner, beat her in the cage match. And it feels like, you know, your Sky and Dakota Kai have been overlooked. I know Dakota Kai has been injured. Presumably she'll be ready to go next week, right? Because there's a match. Yeah, and she was there with a crutch. So Dakota Kai and your Sky don't feel like stars of the same magnitude as Bailey. And Bailey has obviously diminished her star has fallen since she returned last year. Um, so this doesn't, yeah, I just sort of feel like we're, we're heading for a bait and switch on Monday. I don't think we're really going to get a, a proper match between Lynch and Lita and Dakota Kai and Eel Sky. Um, I'm not quite sure what's going to happen, but I think maybe we're going to get a team from SmackDown that might get crash the match and, you know, beat everyone down that could then lead to a triple threat match at WrestleMania. Team that won on last week's SmackDown. Yeah, it could so, could be Ronda Sheamus. I mean, all, but the other thing we need to factor in is that Trish was backstage at the show and she yeah. was due to be involved and that was postponed. And she is seemingly going to be involved at WrestleMania as well. Yes. Which, I mean, that puts another, you know, the, the last couple of weeks we've been talking about others. It's just an odd, you know, somebody's left out. Now there's two people going to be left out potentially. Like I don't, I can't quite figure out what the plan is, but um, I'm with you. I don't think the next week is going to be a clear cut, you know, tag title winner or anything or tag title retaining. I think it's going to be something going on uh, next week that leads us to wherever this is going. Yeah. I mean, Lita, I, I mean, she, to me, she was always a best inconsistent, she doesn't really seem that motivated. I mean, she sort of seems amused by it all more than anything. Probably, you know, just can't believe it. She, I mean, we haven't seen her since last February. She had the match, didn't she, in Saudi? Yeah, because she did. She said on, on this show that, you know, if she can't beat the man, she wants to team with the man instead. Yes, that's it. So she returned then with thinking, oh, what's Lita going to do next? And she had the match there. And then, uh, did we see her again in 2022? I don't think we did. I don't think so. Not that I can recall. And then she made that appearance the cage match. weeks ago uh, to, to help Becky Lynch defeat Bailey in the cage match on Raw. Yes. Which led to this. So you're right. I mean, it didn't, I mean, it wasn't exactly like sparks flying, were there? And then Bailey accepted the match for Dakota Kai and Eel Sky with Becky Lynch and Lita, and they were upset about it. She was like goaded into accepting this match. And yeah, it just kind of feels like, you know, Bailey's a little bit lost at the moment. I mean, you know, I mean, the whole could... Bianca, Bianca Belair feud just didn't measure up to expectations. And Bailey and Lynch did occasionally, but I think that should have been better as well. Um, could it yeah, be that if, if if Becky and Lita are involved with damage control and 
Ronda and Shayna, could it could Trish face Bailey? Is that Trish's place? Is that where she comes in? Yeah, possibly. I know years ago, Sasha and this was before Bailey turned heel, and um, she said that her WrestleMania dream match was against Trish or Lita. And I believe that was the same for Sasha as well. I think that was always her dream match, Sasha Banks, to face um, Trish or Lita at WrestleMania because, you know, they were their heroines when they were growing up. So um, possibly, yeah. I think there's more to the story than we're currently aware of. And um, I mean, the only good thing I can say about it is whatever happens next should be better than what has just happened this week on Raw. <laughs> so, <laughs> but we'll, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think more will be revealed on Monday. Um, should be quite an interesting Raw, actually, because there's a lot of question marks, isn't there? This whole Lesnar almost thing just doesn't compute to me, just doesn't make any sense. And this tag team match, uh, tag team, women's tag team championship match on Raw, uh, doesn't really add up either. So I think hopefully we'll get some answers to these questions or mysteries on Raw on Monday. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm, I'm with you. Um, and then the main event we had, uh, to finish off, the main event on the show was Austin Theory and Edge for the US title. Um, and this went about 19 minutes. Austin Theory got the win in the end with after Finn Balor came out to uh, cost it for Edge. So... Uh, Balor and Edge seem to be continuing their feud, but Austin Theory got the win. What did you make of this main event? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I mean, the fans were into it. It was in uh, Edge's home province of Ontario. So there was a lot of support for Edge. Province, that's right, isn't it? Yes, province. Yeah. That's correct, isn't it? Yep. Um, so there's a lot of support for Edge, obviously, and Austin Theory is a really good heel. Um and yeah, Finn, I think it seemed inevitable there was going to be a running from Finn Balor here after he had said after the Elimination Chamber match, I'm not finished with you, Edge, I'm going to get you. So it made sense that he would run out here and attack Edge. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, obviously, this is going to lead to a Balor versus Edge match at WrestleMania, and that will be the end of the feud. Um, maybe Hell in a Cell. Um, I mean, you would think there's going to be some sort of gimmick attached because we've seen these two wrestle several times before. So they're going to have to do something to supercharge this match and make it feel like it's WrestleMania caliber. What do you think, Kenny? I know you're probably itching for a last man standing match. Oh, God. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I think it'll be good on the night. I just, I worry about the length of the match is my only fear. Because um, Edge has had a few WrestleMania matches now. or he's, Well, the AJ Styles one last year for me didn't really click at all. It just... It was kind of just there. So, uh, and I mean, this will probably be Balor's biggest WrestleMania match he's had. Yeah. So yeah. it's a big match for Balor. Um, and yeah, I mean, it depends what the stipulation is. If it is last man standing, tell me now. But, you know, maybe it's something, maybe it's a, a, a cage match. Maybe it's like hell in a cell. Maybe they do something else. Yeah. Um, but is this, is this Edge's last Mania, do you think? Uh, well, he, he did indicate last year, didn't he, that he was going to retire in 2023, so quite possibly. Um, and you would think that Bala is going to score the win here because, I mean, if he loses again, that's going to be a big problem for him. Um, and you would think that if Bala scores the win over Edge and Cody defeats Roman Reigns, then Bala could be presented as a contender to Cody Rhodes, couldn't he? 
Yeah. He scores a big win over Edge in a match that really rocks the house. Um, so, yeah, it would not surprise me if it was a hell in a cell. Um, because they can say, well, you know, the feuds reach the point where this is the only match that can settle it. And um, I don't think there's going to be a Hell in a Cell pay, uh, premium live event this year, is there? They're going to no. just use Hell in a Cell when a feud requires it rather than using it as a theme for an event. I believe that's the plan, isn't it, Kenny? Yes, yeah. Uh, Hell in a Cell as an event is gone to only be used when they feel like it's uh, warranted. Yeah, so I think this... I think Edge and Balor and probably Triple H can they can feel like they can sell this match as being heated enough and this conflict as being intense, you know, sufficiently intense that it, it requires and warrants a Hell in a Cell match to, you know, end it and draw a line under it. So, that yeah, I think it's going to be Hell in a Cell. Can't imagine it's going to be an Iron Man match. <laughs> oh, God, no. Please, no. Um, no, I, I don't think it will. So, um, yeah. Well, there's some good follow on Raw. Uh, obviously, by by next week, we'll kind of know, uh, as I say, what's going to happen with Big Brock and Omas. Hopefully, hopefully, it's not going to happen, but we'll see. Um, and just finally, finally, Kenny, hold on a second. Another big event on Raw. Oh, no. I know exactly what you're going to bring up on you, go. What, what yeah. am I going to say? You're going to talk about a certain victory on this show. That's it. That's it. I'm telling you, Kenny. You know, Long, I, the long game has been played. He's back in. He's I'll back see. in play. Big Mustafa Ali. Yeah, defeated Dolph Ziggler. Great block there on the famous famous and came back with like a crucifix pin. Ali was elated that he won, and so was I, Kenny. So was I. And if I'm only back, the, everyone. <laughs> if only the crowd shared the enthusiasm. Yeah, but uh, you never know. Um, yeah, probably spent enough time talking about it now, Kenny. <laughs> well, listen, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. You can head over to Patreon and support us directly if you want more podcasts from us. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Inside the Ropes. We're actually recording the No Way Out 2003 review later this afternoon, so very excited about that. Um, and there's also an overrun we're recording today. We're going to talk about the February pay-per-views in WWE and just kind of, you know, how they came around, what they've been like, where they sit on the, the you know, Heat of WWE pay-per-views, so we hope you'll join it over there. And as Finn mentioned at the start, obviously Inside the Ropes magazine is out now. Issue 30, you can pick it up. And remember, in issue 31 is going to be that interview, which has not been revealed yet, but it's uh, it's going to be quite something. So uh, Finn will be revealing details on that soon. But uh, yeah, I think you're all going to be, uh, you know, Grabbing your popcorn for that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, listen, hope you all have a great weekend. Enjoy uh, whatever you're getting up to. And uh, yeah, do appreciate all the support, don't we? We certainly do. Yeah, thank you, everyone. And uh, we, we take nothing for granted. You know, in 2023, you can take nothing for granted. No. So uh, thank you so much. And we'll talk to you soon.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.